You're listening to the Better Man Podcast, becoming life-giving men together. Welcome to the Better Man Podcast. Adam Tarno here with Better Man President Chris Harper. We're in studio. Chris, today we're going to talk about not letting hype go to your head. And I feel like I need to start with a confession. Maybe, remember that old Andy Warhol quote, like everybody gets 15 minutes of fame? Yep. Yeah. And so maybe my biggest hype day <laughs> it was, uh, I peaked early, bro. Um, sophomore year of high school. Come on. And um, all of 15 years old. Yeah. And <laughs> so here, just long story, very, very short. Played on the baseball team. Uh, yeah, for those of you keeping score at home, yes, I was on varsity as a sophomore, but Let's whatever, go. it's not that big of a deal. Right. And uh, But he was. But it was. But anyway, so uh, we had already made the playoffs, and so we had one last regular season game against one of the better teams in the area. This is up in the Maryland, D.C. area. And so the coach let little old sophomore who could barely throw over 60 miles an hour, Adam Tarno, pitch, because I could on. throw strikes. It was very, very accurate. Like a laser. It was. <laughs> to these to these other players that I was playing against, though, it was like, you know the Bugs Bunny pitches? <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it must have looked like to them. Because for like five innings, I think I had given up two hits and no runs. And this was one of the best teams in the league in, the, in our it. county. And then what was really funny, literally in the fifth inning, uh, lightning struck in the field next to us. It like hit the outfield, loudest noise I'd ever heard. So we went through this hour-long delay. We come back. Coach puts me back out on the mound again. I think I give up two hits, and he takes me out. We end up losing. Fast forward to the next morning. I call my buddy Matt because I'm going to go pick him up. We're driving to school together. And I call him, just let him know we're running late. And he's like, I've already seen it. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, your picture. It's in the paper. I've already seen it. (laughs) And I was like, what? He goes, it's in the Washington Post. I was like, the Washington Post? <laughs> and so I sure enough, I go and I tell my dad, I'm like, Matt says my picture's in the Washington Post. He goes running outside, brings that in, buried on like the second to last page was there's Adam Tarno uh, right there. And then like the, of course, that writer was there to cover that really good team. And this was like, hey, this is kind of a fun story. And so I told the story and somehow I made the picture there. That was like the greatest day of my life. I mean, walking through school, really for the next like month, people were like, hey, I saw your picture in the paper because it's back when people uh, read the paper, remember? And so I let that hype go to my head for a little bit. I kind of believe my own headlines there that, you know, maybe I'm an up and comer. Maybe the Orioles were going to see that and go, we need to keep our eye on this Adam Tarno. But that didn't happen because I'm sitting here with you (laughs) right now having this conversation. So can you think about times where uh, hype has gone to your head? Oh man, every day. Yeah. Like I have to, I have to drive the coolest motorcycle in the world. Like that would be, that would be cool. I mean, I'd feel like a lot of hype there. That's right. I have to, I have to battle that. I, um, my junior year of high school, you know, you were a sophomore. I was a junior. Yeah. So um, I'm from Kentucky originally. Okay. We weren't allowed to play anything but basketball. That's right. That's all you can play there. That's right. So I'm on the I'm on a state all star team. But Come on. Let's say I averaged 20 points a game. I gave up 30. So that just shows you. <laughs> okay. I could shoot Negative a little run bit. differential. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I could shoot a little bit, but but I didn't. I didn't play defense. So. I'm at this summer tournament. I'm, I'm a sophomore or I'm a junior. I'm 17 years old. And my coach says, hey, we're playing a team out of Louisville. And uh, you're going to guard this freshman. And I'm like, absolutely, coach. No problem. Freshman. I'm a, I'm a junior. junior I'm yeah. locking him down. Yeah. He said his name is Rajon Rondo. <sighs> I didn't know he's from Kentucky. He is from Louisville. Play, led his team to the state championship his freshman year. <laughs> 
the year you guarded them. <laughs> so we lose that game. Um, I don't know, 130 to like 27. No way. Yeah. I, I remember coming home and telling my parents, um, I'm going to have to figure out another way to go to college <laughs> because I've seen what college basketball players yes. can do and I, and I can't do that. Oh my goodness. So, so I had about seven minutes of fame yep. the, the first quarter yep. before he really got going. He and then off. it was over. It was over. Yeah, I think he had like sixty that game. That was what I was going to ask. How much did? It, yeah, yeah. So at he least dropped sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, hype to our head as men. I think this is something that we uh, we can struggle with because, you know, I'm not playing sports anymore. But we mentioned on one of the last podcasts that if men know they can win, they like to play. Absolutely. And so we just kind of view the world at times like a game. And so yeah. it's like, I'll, I'll keep score on anything. That's right. Uh, anything, right? If I'm the first off the line at the stoplight in my little Hyundai, you know, that kind of feels like cha-ching, I won, right? Like there <laughs> to that hype to somebody saying something kind because you, sure. you help them or maybe they heard something on the podcast and they say something kind. Yeah. To even then it like, oh, feeling hype for my kids. Like it's not even me That's right. doing anything, right? So there's just, this is something that I think all men can struggle with. And if we're going to look at the ultimate man, King Jesus, and the way he dealt with this, I think there's something for all of us in here. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, uh, what's on your heart with this? Yeah, absolutely. I've just been looking at the life of Jesus a lot lately. And, you know, you gave a definition about leadership, you know, taking the initiative for the benefit of others. Yeah. And that's what Jesus did all the time. Yeah. And and what what type of posture did he have, like like mentally, physically, emotionally? Like how did he get there? And it's interesting in in Philippians chapter two, you know, it's just this beautiful group of verses about Christ being the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be grasped, but emptied himself. Hmm. And 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 I dove into that uh, Philippians two six and seven. I dove into that, and the Greek there is interesting when it talks about uh, Christ emptying himself. You know, the Greek word there for empty is kino, and and what it means is is like he becomes valueless, hmm. um, or another way to translate it is he becomes a man of no reputation. As a matter of fact, for all you King James listeners out there, like that's how the King James actually translates it, um, that he became a man of no reputation. So. So I began just asking the question, what does it mean to live without a reputation? Yeah. Right? And immediately, I'm, I'm an old soul. Yeah. So I thought of Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Right? The old Margaret Thatcher book, movie, yeah. you know, Clark Gable. And, and Clark Gable's character, Rhett Butler, um, he's a Southern gentleman, but he's apolitical. Like, he thinks the Civil War is stupid. Mm. We shouldn't even be fighting it. Right. Right? So um, he's a gun runner. So um, he runs guns and ammunition. So because he's apolitical and don't care, he sells guns to the South, his people, but he also sells guns to the North. Right. <laughs> Makes a ton of money. That's right. Right. Until he gets caught. Mm. So he gets caught by a Confederate officer. They throw him in jail and they say, they say, Mr. Butler, um, how could you do this to us? You know, uh, don't you care about your reputation? And, and it's my favorite line in the movie and, and in the book, Right. Other than, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn, which yeah. is the famous line. <laughs> that is it. But, but he says something similar. He says, a man with enough courage can live without a reputation. Huh. And it's super interesting. It like, is. Like, 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 what does that mean? So, so as I began to think about it, and, and as a man, what does it mean to, to be like Christ, to live with no reputation? You know, two things kept coming to mind, right? On the one hand, the hype, the flattery that we receive 
we can't let that go to our head. Mm. And then the hate that comes our way and the discouragement, we can't internalize that and let it go to our heart. If you can avoid those two extremes, right? If you don't let the hype go to your head and the hate go to your heart, I think you can live this like life of no reputation. Yeah. You know? So think about Jesus, right? John 6, he feeds, you know, thousands with some loaves and some fish. Uh, the scriptures say that they want to take him by force and make him their king. Mm. Like this cat just fed us. We were hungry. It was miraculous. He's obviously of God. Why wouldn't we make him our king? The next verse says, knowing what they wanted to do, Jesus withdrew alone to the mountain. Right? So so here they are wanting to make him king, saying all kinds of good things about him, but Jesus doesn't want to outshine God. That's he doesn't right. want to he won't take glory from the Father. So he retreats. Fast forward to John eighteen, Judas is there, the military's there, uh, they're about to arrest Jesus and ultimately kill him. Peter rises up, tries to cut off a dude's head, and, and Jesus says, Whoa, 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 whoa. Peter, I've got to drink the cup that the Father has set before me. Mm. Like this is okay. Yeah. So like there they are hating on him and he's like, you know what? They're just gonna take that up with God. Yeah. So so it's a beautiful picture of this, man. I'm not letting the hype go to my head. I'm not letting the hate go to my heart. I'm gonna be faithful and just trust in the Lord. Yeah. If I think reputation, I almost think in some ways it's out of my control because it's like, yeah. what do you think about when you think about me? That's now right. I can get too obsessed with that. Yeah. And want to try to manipulate that narrative. But in some ways, it's like, I really can't control my reputation because you're just going to think about me like I think about you. Something's going to pop into my head, right. right? We've all got a personal brand, if you will, yeah, that, yeah. that just that gut feeling. Yeah. And that's that old quote, right? A reputation is what others think about you. Character is what you are. Okay. That's yeah. good. So maybe that's yeah. how we're reconciling all this. So, yeah. you know, if we're not going to let hype go to our head and if we're going to try to live like a man with no reputation in the midst of all of that, is it, I mean, is it as simple, would you say, as just going, uh, don't believe those press headlines? I mean, if people are going to think kindly of you, I mean, I guess it's better than the other one. And so, right. but just don't, don't take it to heart, you know, don't believe the bumper sticker of like, Lord, help me be the man that my dog thinks I am, you know, like, like something like that. Like, just don't yeah. just, just stay humble in the midst of all that. You're not all that great. Is it, is that how you're trying to work some of that out yeah. or what, what's going on in your head with that? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think recognizing, right. The, the sweetest Kool-Aid is your own Kool-Aid. Okay. Right. So, yeah. so you don't want to, you don't want to drink your own Kool-Aid. You know, I've got this little saying around the office, like, don't believe the hype you create about yourself. Mm. Right. So so we've all got to be level headed. We've all got to be grounded um, apart from Christ. We know we can do nothing. Mm. If it wasn't for God holding up Saturn with his left hand and keeping you alive with your right hand, you wouldn't even be here. That's right. That's right. right? I mean, it, it, it's all of him. So so I do think um, we can be on guard against a few things. Right. Because because here's the deal. When Satan can't come at you physically, when Satan can't get at your kids or get at your um, your your wife or or your family, um, he'll get at you through kindness. Mm. I, I I think about Matthew twenty two. The Pharisees couldn't bring Jesus down, so they come to him in flattery. Mm. They 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 flatter him, yeah, right, and try to win him over, right. And and flattery is dangerous, right. When you think about think about Samson. It wasn't the Philistines that brought him down, bro. It was the flattery of a woman. Mm. You know, I think about Hezekiah. It wasn't armies that brought him down. It was flattery that brought him down. Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss. 
not a hand grenade. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it was flattery that, mm. that, that was a weapon of the enemy. So, so I think as men, we need to be aware of that. Right. The Bible says, um, be aware when everyone speaks, speaks well of you. Mm. Right. Uh, in Romans, it says, don't be naive when everyone is, is flattering you. Right. There's probably a reason for that. That's right. I love, I love what the, um, I think it was the VP of Facebook or the marketing director of Facebook said, he said, if you're not being advertised to, it's because you are the product. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's, uh, that's good. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, you go around and you've got, you know, certainly now with your role within Better Man, there's a lot more public facing sure. side of your life. And so, I mean, let's go behind the scenes there. Somebody comes up to you and we've shared stories. You and I have shared stories. Somebody comes up to you. There was a, a person who heard your voice in a lobby. Yeah. And was like, hold on, I know that voice from the Better Man podcast, yeah. right? And said some very kind things to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Behind the scenes, what's going on in the mental tapes there to go, okay, I'm not going to let this hype go to my head, be a man yeah. of no reputation. What, yeah. what are some of the things you do? Yeah, immediately. Um, and it, it, it hasn't always been like this. Right. Um, for years, I shot away from any type of public recognition because I couldn't handle it. That's right. Like I would preach at a church or preach at an event and I would go backstage. Yeah. Like, because I couldn't stand being told, man, great job, or the Lord used you, right? Yeah. And, the, and, and that, too, is immaturity and insecurity. That's right. Right? So I am at a place now to where um, people can say kind things or nice things or good things to me, and I can receive it because of a few things, right? One, I'm always practicing redirecting. Hmm. So um, when someone wants to say something kind, and, you know, we'll talk about this in the next, next episode, even when they say something mean, like I'm redirecting that to God. Yeah. Like, like, hey, Chris, you know, uh, that last podcast was phenomenal. Oh, man, thanks for saying that, man. Glory be to God. You know, he, he really gives us an opportunity to do this. And so I'm always trying to redirect to the Father. More times than not, I'm also trying to redirect to others. So, 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 Chris, I heard you on the podcast. It was phenomenal. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying this because you're sitting here, but like my first, my first words will be, man, doesn't Adam do such a good job? Right. Right. So I'm like, and like that's where I was really getting at. I just want right. to, I just want to make sure that was said. No, I'm kidding. I'm tracking too. with you. Cause yeah. I, I mean, I've done similar things to that where it's, uh, it's, it's look through the window that's in right. those moments to go, who can I celebrate? Not look in the mirror and go, yeah, I'm pretty great. That's and it. so it's just trying to use that window as much as possible that's because right. in, in some ways, and again, not to let's get outside the podcast. Let's just think about anything that anybody's done. Very few things are just 100% us. Whoa, bro. So even just that reminder, when you're going to celebrate other, that's not just a tactic to help keep our heart in the right place. It's it's actually true. Like, yeah. so there were some other people there that probably helped you with whatever's being celebrated in you right now. Oh, so just absolutely. go thank those people. Just redirect. Well, I mean, it's think about better man. Bro, I didn't do anything. That's right. Like I'm standing on the shoulders of Robert Lewis. That's right. Who's an absolute stud. Yes. He's a giant. And, and, and by the way, I'm with Robert last Tuesday. And it's, it, it's him and I, we're in a little bit of a private moment. And he's like, he's like, man, 50 years of ministry. You know, he was kind of reflecting. He said, Chris, do you know what's the number one thing I've learned? And at this point, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat, right? Robert Lewis is yeah. about to tell me the number one thing he's learned. He said, I've learned in the grand scheme of things how small I am. Mm. I was just like, oh, my god, That's not what I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say something else? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a posture of no reputation, mm. right? 
And uh, I mean, I think about Better Man. Like I am, I'm standing on the shoulders of Robert Lewis, of of Barry Davis. Like like I can go down the line. Um, I think about Jesus. You know, he's riding in on the donkey. Um, it's Palm Sunday. They're laying down the palms. They're shouting, "Who's Hosanna, Hosanna!" You know, glory to the Lord in the highest. Right? It would be crazy for the donkey to think that that celebration is about him. <laughs> Bro, I'm the ass. Like I'm That's the donkey, right. right? Like, like, like I gotta remind myself uh, of that. I just had the Eddie Murphy Shrek donkey That's in my right. mind. That's right. Eddie Murphy, just his voice going, "I am great." Yeah. That's right. No, anyway, That's but no, no, you're right. That would be preposterous. Be crazy. It, yeah, yeah, it'd be crazy. So, so you're redirecting. You're, you're remember. You're reminded of um, the reason why you're here is because of so many others, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 another thing we do. I love this about the Better Man team. So we have a practice in the office. We have a saying that um, you own the losses and you give away the wins. Yeah. So when we when we suffer a loss, when something doesn't go right, um, we have people on the team that have the courage and boldness to stand up and say, you know what, that's on me. I own that. Yeah. Right. And often I'll be the first to do that yeah, because, yeah. because more times than not, it, it's probably something that I drop the ball on. But the second half of that is, man, when when something great happens, we give those wins away. Mm. We're quick to acknowledge others. Yeah. And then thirdly, and all that, the Lord has such a he, he's so funny in the way he keeps us humble. Better man's getting ready to do a big launch at uh, Long Hollow Baptist in Nashville. It's Robbie Gallaty's church. Mm. He's probably one of the biggest things in the SBC right now, up and coming. You know, church is ten thousand plus. It's going to be our large, largest launch ever. So Robbie and the team call me, and they're like, hey. Chris, we'd love for y'all to come in for the training, and then and then the week before the launch, you come speak. And I'm like, man, that'd be an honor. You know, we're doing it, we're going, and so we're getting ready for all that. And about a week ago, they called me and they're like, man, actually, we'd love Robert to come and speak. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like like me and Robert, and they're like, yeah, no, like like Robert, no. <laughs> just just Robert. Just Robert. And I'm like, they're, they're like, you think you could, you think you could help us out with that? And I'm like, absolutely. Let me call my guy, Big Rob. Let me call, let me call oh, Big Shot Rob and get him on the line. So good. And, uh, and of course, Robert's happy to go and do it. I'm, and I'm going to go with him and, and carry his Bible. That's but, right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, the Lord's so good at, at the end of the day, reminding us of, of, of how small we are. Yep. And, uh, and to keep that posture, to know that, to know it's all of him. It's all about others. Um, I think you can you can avoid the hype going to your head. That's right. That's right. And and I love this because, and this is like the next episode. Let's tease it here for a second because when we keep the wins in perspective, that will help us keep the losses in perspective as well. Yeah. So when the hype, if we can just go, listen, I'm not all that in a bag of chips. It's certainly encouraging. Thank you for your kind word. There's always there's a lot of people here behind this. Yeah. Whatever it is, to not let that hype go to our head. When we can get healthy there, that's also going to help us when people uh, have some unkind things to say. (laughs) And so that's what we'll talk about on the next episode. So, Chris, as always, great to be with you. Man, catch you next time. Hey, Better Man fam. It is Chris Harper, Chief Storyteller and CEO at Better Man. Man, I hope you're loving this podcast as much as we love producing it and sharing on it and getting the word out about Better Man. Did you know that Better Man is largely donor funded. We exist because of the generosity of people like you. So what I'm asking today is that you would go to betterman.com backslash donate. The link is gonna be below and consider making a one-time gift to Better Man to help support our ministry. 
More than that, I would love for you to consider becoming a monthly partner to ensure that we can keep Better Man free and reaching men across the globe. Check it out today.